Final play of the game, barring a penalty. All the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for him? He'll roll right, let it go. Finds his guy, touchdown! Johnny Harley comes all the way across the field. Beck finds him and it's a touchdown in BYU. Swarms the field, they win it. What's up, you guys? Coog Dude here with episode numero trace of Touchdown BYU. Call me old-fashioned, but the classic plays from BYU's glorious past never get old for me. And you know, speaking of glory, there's nothing quite like seeing our Cougs sitting pretty with the ranking as the number 20 team in the nation. Can you blame me for starting the show off with a throwback for a little good mojo heading into this week? Let me start by giving our Cougs a big scratch on the back for taking care of business against McNeese State last week. I'll take a 30-3 win over any opponent any day of the week. Now it's on to the big stuff in Seattle, Washington, where the Washington Huskies are looking to be let out of their kennel when our Cougs pay them a visit this Saturday. Let's put our faith in the future, guys, and let's focus this episode on what's ahead for our Cougs. The lines are open and I'm ready to take your calls. Oh, looks like we got a caller here. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey there, Coog Dude. This is Ethan down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Ethan, Tuscaloosa. Now, we're talking home of the big boys, none other than the Crimson Tide. What's going on down there? Yeah, yeah, roll tide, right? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. You know, you can't escape the shadow of those guys. We, we call them over here in the Cougar Den the New York Yankees of college football. Love them or hate them, they're always going to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean here, uh... I'm one of the few Cougs we got down here in the South. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I wanted to call and comment on the McNeese State game, or more specifically on, on BYU playing SCS teams. You know, some people say that they say you got nothing to gain, everything to lose, right? But I would go even farther than that, Coug, dude. I'd say that playing an SCS team, it's a, a lose-lose situation anytime. Lose-lose? I mean, I, I hear guys, Ethan, telling me that it's good practice for the Cougs. Um, what's your take on it being a lose-lose? Well, Hear me out now, Coop, dude. You see, you obviously you lose to an FCS team, and that's just you know you're the the laughing stock of the college sports world, right? But oh yeah, even, outer darkness. It's 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 a team killer. There, there you go. But hear me out, Coop, dude. You 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 win even if you win against the FCS team. People expect perfection. I mean, look at the Mississippi State game. These boys, uh, we beat yeah. them thirty to three. To do thirty to three, and people. Yeah, are it, still it was as a it was as a southern man would call it a good old fashioned whooping. There we go. But people are still criticizing McCoogs, Coog dude, talking about Tanner Mangum and completing his passes, and and I don't know what. I mean, look, we win. We we beat any other team. Say we beat, uh, you know, your we beat Cal or we beat Stanford or, or somebody like that. You know, we beat them by. Uh, one point, it don't matter. Everybody's happy. Don't matter how many mistakes I hear you, but, we make, but Ethan, we beat them by one point. Everybody's happy. We play the same way against an FCS team. It don't matter if we beat them one hundred to zero. People are going to complain. Sure, but Ethan, I mean, by by most accounts, these McNeese State Cavaliers, they they would be considered by most um, FBS teams like our Cougs, little puppy dogs. And you know, to see Tanner Mangum, to see him go out there and earn a QBR of sixty four point three, I have to admit it's a little worrisome because we're going to get those Huskies. Um, they're going to be brawling against our Cougs, and we're going to need our best Tanner Mangum because I mean, we don't got nobody else. 
I mean, this is where I disagree with you, dude. You see, they, they may be an FCS team, but these boys grew up playing with the LSU kids. All right, a lot of these kids they ought to be LSU, but for grades oh. or you know legal situations or or whatever they end up at Mississippi State. This is a good, solid FCS team. These are yep. these are boys who they've grown up around SEC football. I hear you. You know, as John Fogarty said, "Born on the Bayou." It, it breeds tough boys and it breeds strong jaws and them Gators down there. And, and Ethan, I don't say this to many of our listeners, but I I completely agree with you um, in the sense that the Cougs getting a win over McNeese State it will never be enough for certain people. But for a true blue um, fan like myself, and I take it from a true blue fan like yourself as well, um, it was a definite win for our Cougs, and and I think they can go in there to Husky stadium this weekend with their heads hanging high oh yes sir before i let you go ethan um being there in tuscaloosa you're you're familiar with championship teams um you know i'm i'm sure you've even seen your share of championship parades with how often they go on down there do you ever see our byu Cougs achieving the excellence that um the crimson tide have achieved you know i'll say this to you Coug dude well i myself have never wrestled a gator like some of the mcneese state boys i've thought about it when you're wrestling a gator in my head, I'm yep, looking and, into his and, eyes and I'm thinking two things, kill or be killed. That's what BYU was thinking the other day when we played McNeese State, and we killed. I, I like that phrase, and, and I have to say this Saturday, let the killing continue. Um, Ethan, thanks a lot for calling. Yes, sir, and we will be there. And to, to answer your question, we will be there one day, maybe not in the next couple of years, but Kalani Shiitake, I mean, I like what he's doing with this program. Hiring Jeff Grimes, that's that's the best decision he has made. I agree. I, you know, I, I think the Coug program someday will be that shining city on a hill. Ethan, you take care. All right, Coug dude. Yep, see ya. All right, we're back open to your guys' calls, so fire away. Oh, here we go. Yep, Coug dude, who's calling? Hello, this is Robert. Robert, where are you calling from? I'm currently residing in Artesia, New Mexico. Artesia. Hey, Robert, your car break down or you call Artesia home? No, currently it's home for my wife and I and our, our two little dogs. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Rob, what's on your mind? Look, Kudu, there's something on my mind that I, I've been thinking about this for the past year. I'm a BYU fanatic. Uh-huh. I have been following the team for over three decades. I'm a lifelong fan over 30 years, and there is something that I just cannot get out of my mind. I've seen it all. I've seen the glory days. I've seen the struggles. I've seen them move from conferences all the way to the independence yep. that they're in right now. Yep. But last year, they made a decision that just gets my goat. Well, Rob, safe and space here. Lay it on me. They, they made the decision. I don't know who, who specifically made it, but I have been reading the newspapers, and I've seen it where BYU, they have now allowed on campus both products, specifically caffeinated beverages provided mm. by Coke. And that blows my mind. Okay. And and are, are you thinking that this decision is impacting the Cougs in some way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look back last year. I believe last year in September, they decided to bring on caffeinated beverages. Mm-hmm. We all know last year was an absolute train wreck for the football team. It was a horror show. Program. You know, basketball, they didn't even make the big dance last year. True. And if you look at it, you know, you can draw a conclusion. They introduced Coke products, caffeinated beverages in September. At the end of the football year, what do they do? They get rid of Ty Detmer, mm. the BYU hero, right? One of the greatest quarterbacks in BYU history. They get rid of him. And then they, they go 4-9, and nine, they have a terrible season, 
And then, you know, we go to bad basketball season rolls around, and, and they don't even take the big dance. Yep. So I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking, what the heck's going on? And then, I, you know, it all, it all starts to make sense. The Lord has left the, the athletic program because of, you know, the word of wisdom type, type uh, uh, infractions that are going on when, when it comes to caffeinated beverages and Coke products. Rob, you, you raise an interesting point, and, and your, your bringing up of Ty Detmer, that, that really, I, I believe, could lend credence to your theory. The great Ty Detmer, for him to have had a season like that, I, I agree. I was watching things unfold last season, and, and I knew in my heart that, that something was afoot, and that thing was not Ty Detmer's incompetence as the BYU Cougo C. That's an interesting point, Rob, and, and I'm not sure how he could prove that, but I, I, I do think voices like yours deserve to be heard in terms of um, BYU policy, because ultimately, BYU policy and, and the rules that our Cougs find themselves in the midst of um, does affect performance. And, and Rob, I, I thank you for calling and bringing that up. Listen, Ty Detmer, his football acumen is through the roof. He True. might be too smart for his own good, okay? Now, you look at the rivalry game. Yep. Utah has consistently been beating BYU, and BYU should have won last year. And I and I think it's because of, of this caffeinated beverage issue. Yep, slipped right? out of our and fingers so, last year. It was it was the most crushing loss in my recent memory. So, you know, this is what they might be off to a, a hot start as some people would like to stay up in Utah. They might out they you know be three and one in the ranked in the AP top twenty five currently. They might be off you know be off to a hot start. But I assure you what they did to Ty Detmer is gonna come and bite them right in the butt. Okay? You know, they're going up to Seattle, Washington. That's no joke. Okay, they got you up. Okay, and you know we'll see what they do. I think Ty Detmer's offense was was ahead of its time, and it just needed a you know a few more years to mature within you know the locker room, and they would have got the hang of it. It's by freaking you. Okay, mm. they're smart. They would have done. They would have won. Okay. All valid points that you've raised, Rob. I want to thank you. Um, you know, all the blessings going your way there in the land of enchantment, and all I can say now thank is you. go Cougs. Thank you. Go Cougs. Thank you. Okay, you take care, brother. All right. Yep, Coop dude, who's calling? John Berger here. John Berger, where are you calling from, bud? Kingman, Arizona. Kingman, Arizona. Love it. Driven through Kingman a couple times, hit up the Wendy's, going back home to see the parents from a couple semesters at BYU. Mr. Berger, what's on your mind? I just want to call in, give my support. I love you guys. Love the Mormons. I'm not Mormon myself, but I love what you guys stand for. Love the football team. Love the Cougs. Love the show. Well, that's great. Well, I, I appreciate you calling. Have you have you ever interacted with, with members of the church down there in Kingman? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got uh, several neighbors trying to scraggle me up, take me down to the ward building. But, uh, yeah, I've managed to uh, kind of slip by, slip through the cracks. Oh, well, well, good for you, I suppose. Mr. Berger, would you be open to, to having missionaries in your home? or? Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> Sorry, okay. dude, dude. Okay, well, give me your take on Kook football thus far in the season. Well, we're in good standing. Not great, but there's a lot of room for improvement. We got good head strength moving forward. Got a good coach taking us through the runs. I like it. Well, any predictions for this weekend against the Huskies? It's uh, It might be a tough game with the Husks. I really like that team, and they've got good power and it might be a little difficult to uh to, to pull a win out of this one but i'm really got my fingers crossed for it well, 
All right, Mr. Berger. Well, well, it sounds like you're a true sports fan, and, and you just love a good game. And I, I really appreciate you keeping your finger on the pulse of our Cougs. And, and you know, I, I hope that as you're watching the game, you know, this Saturday, that, that you're rooting for the right team. Yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be there. All righty. Well, hey, you take care and go Cougs. Oh, here we go. Yep, Coog dude, who's calling? This is Ellis Radowski. Ellis, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Garden Grove, California. Garden Grove, California. Hotbed of gang activity, but, you know, I've met a few good souls from that part of town. Yep, there's few, but they're keepers. Yeah, well, what's on your mind, Ellis? Just, I'm a teacher, and I'm just thinking about my kids right now, and I do have a BYU flag in my classroom, oh, and my kids have never heard of BYU. That is so And nice. I'm like, how have you never heard of BYU? Go Cougs. And have, have you been able to, I guess, convert some souls in the classroom to, to becoming Coug fans? I mean, I'm trying, but we don't have any takers yet. Ah, well, what are your thoughts for, for the big game coming up against Washington? We haven't had a big game this big in a long time. I know, and you know what? I said, screw it. I'm going to I'm gonna show that game in class. You know, I'm going to really give my kids a, a real education for once. Wow. So you're going to record it and then, and then play it back for, for all the kids? Yep, I want to record it on a good old DVR. Wow, that's that's so nice. And and I mean, I I guess the the question is, if the Cougs don't come out on top, are you still going to show the kids? You know, I am because I think it's a learning experience that even though they're the greatest team out there, that even the greatest team, you know, has falls and stumbles. That's so nice. Well, well, Ellis, I, I appreciate you calling. And and any final words for our listeners out there? God bless Cougs. Thank you, and God bless you, Ellis. Thanks again for calling. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Man, I just love that. Suffer the little ones, and forbid them not that they may come unto our kooks. Listen, fans, it's been a great episode, and I thank you again for tuning in. It's a big game this week. Number 10 Washington Huskies. I hope the next time I talk to you guys, our kooks are 4-1. This is the Coog Dude from the Coog Den, over and out. <laughs>